Hey everyone, it's Michelle. And Brayden. And this is Spooky Shit. This week we are going to be talking about haunted houses. Yas. Uh, I will start and talk about the 50 Berkeley Square townhouse. And then I'm going to talk about the Ancient Ram Inn. Warning. This episode may contain graphic details. Listener discretion is advised. But <laughs> before we get started, okay, before I even ask you how you are, have you ever heard of Ram Ranch? Ram Ranch? Yeah. No. It's... uh. A like meme song. It's it's really bad. I think the song starts out with like just basically the entire song is about this ranch with about a bunch of gay cowboys sucking and fucking. What the fuck? Actually, <laughs> you probably I heard feel it. Like I probably have because I have a cousin that loves to show me videos like that. Like you show me one of the Brom boys. I haven't seen that. Oh my god, it's so catchy. I hate it. The song's like, like not he's... even which is even better. <laughs> I think I have heard it. But yeah, 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 I remember he showed me this one and it's like literally three grown ass men like singing. Yeah, the beginning of the song I looked it up. Eighteen naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. Big hard throbbing cocks wanting to be sucked. <laughs> Eighteen yeah, naked cowboys wanting to be fucked. Cowboys in the shower at Ram Ranch. It's like it doesn't need the way that they're singing, I read the lyrics once, and I was like, oh, like, how do they make this sound like a good song? And I listened to it, and they didn't. There's just, like, very little effort in it. They're just kind of, like, yelling these lyrics, and it's pretty funny. <laughs> just want to let you know. Why, I've been thinking you, about that. I was like, why are we talking about this? Because <laughs> it's Ancient Ram Inn. Oh, okay, okay. Robert, like, me and Robert all day have been talking about Ram Ranch because of this. <laughs> <laughs> People have me play it uh, just to fuck with me on stream a lot. They'll request that I play Ram Ranch. <laughs> the song is part of my daily work life, so. <laughs> well, damn. Yeah. Anyway, how are you? I am extremely tired. Yeah, we're recording this at like 10.30 p.m. And yeah. he's singing in the dark, so the camera's off and it's kind of funny. Yep. Um, Spooky. Yeah, I'm just really tired because... Sometimes at school they let us leave a little early, mm-hmm. but yesterday they didn't, so I had to stay the full time. And then, yeah, by the time I get home, I don't really go to bed until like eleven. So, yeah, I kind of got like five hours of sleep, and then Jesus. I'm just tired because you know instead of taking a nap like I tried to, I had to research because you know I'm a procrastinator. Yep. And then, yeah, we um, weren't texting about it until like yesterday, and I'm doing a subathon tomorrow. So I was like, "Hey, we need to choose a subject. Also, can we record tomorrow?" Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" I kept forgetting about the subathon. I even like had a message um the group that we do D and D with. It was like, "Uh, I don't know for sure if I'll be there." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then also tomorrow. I mean, either way, I couldn't tomorrow because they want me to do overtime. Oh, so I'm gonna work for like ten hours tomorrow, which yeah. I'm dreading. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Like, what you, you agreed, or they told you you have to? Uh, I agreed because initially I thought I was gonna like go in late, mm-hmm. but then literally today, like I was asking him, so like, what time should I like come in, or like you know, because he asked me what's the latest I could stay, and I was like, oh, like 
4.30 probably because, you know, I got to go to school right yeah. after. And he was like, okay. And then I, like, asked him. I was like, okay, like, do you want me to come in at, like, 8, you know, just to have my 8 hours? Yeah. And he was like, no, just come in at your normal time. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, keep my ass, start work at 6. Jesus Christ. I'm like, then, oh, did I tell you I like to leave at 4? I might have to leave at noon. <laughs> right? I was like, you know what? I can't stay no more. Sorry. <laughs> but I'm like, fuck. Because then, you know, yeah, I'm going to work 10 hours. And then right after Ugh. I have school. So it's going to be fun. And we're recording really late, which means I'm probably going to go yep. to bed really late. So it's OK. We'll try not to get too distracted. But yeah, other than that, everything's good. Just tired. Do you have any like... plans? Your weekend's going to be very rewarding after all this. I think just on Sunday, I think we're going to go to the pumpkin patch. Oh, cute. But yeah, I think that's like the only plan so far. I mean, that sounds like a lot of fun, honestly. I'm not in the Halloween spirit still, so I'm jealous. But yeah, how are you? I'm good. Uh, so last week, we like were pretty busy during the weekend. We went to that wedding. That was pretty cool. It was like... I was not as social as I wanted to be, though, because, like, I was kind of fucking intimidated by some of the people there. Like, they're low-key famous in the RuneScape community and stuff. And, like, some of these people, like, I'd never talked to or anything. So it was, like, kind of intimidating. And also, like, I think I'm – I like Robert to uh, start conversations with people more. And he was like, I can't start the conversations here because I don't know these people and you do. And I was like, fuck. So it was fun, though. It was just kind of intimidating, and I was having some social anxiety, but it's okay. And then the next day, I, like, went and uh, hung out with one of the girls, this girl who came all the way from Belgium for the wedding, actually, and it was really fun. She uh, she and I went with her friend, too, who was visiting as well, and we went to, like, go get vegan food together, and that was more chill. No social anxiety in small groups. <laughs> it was nice, and I'm like hoping that maybe we could somehow see her whenever we go to the Netherlands next month. And then the highlight of my entire week after hanging out with her, we went to the cat cafe again. Hey. I love the cat cafe. And we went and watched uh, Hocus Pocus. And they have some like friendly ass cats here. There's one little kitty who I keep misgendering. It's a girl cat, but I keep saying he because I just want a cat to be some little guy, you know? So. <laughs> Whoops. But uh, its name is Bear. And it's a little black kitty with like uh, orange spots, kind of like it's tortoise pattern, cat or whatever the fuck. And it's like a little kitten. Like usually whenever we, had, not usually, we've been twice. Last time when we went, we were hanging out with like the older cats. And this one was so friendly and it had like the tiniest head. Like I kept putting my hands on the side of its head and I was like, its head is so small. I don't even understand this. And like it booped me on the nose. It was, like, rubbing its Robert, too, when he was petting it. And now, um, basically, I don't know if this is actually going to lead to anything, but I've scheduled an appointment next week to talk to my psychiatrist and see if I could get a letter recommending an emotional support animal so I'm allowed to have one in our apartment. <laughs> That'd be cool. I know. I don't know if we'd if this works, if I'd actually do it or not, but basically, I'd legally be able to have one. And I'm like, yo, this cat bear, like, I'm in love. It's so cute. <laughs> There's another cat that was also super cute. Its name was Amber. It was like an orange cat. And she's a young mom. And she had a little baby kitten named Lucky that was also an orange cat. 
and uh, Robert really liked those ones. Lucky didn't really hang out around us at all. He was more shy. And I was like, can I get a letter recommending that I need three cats? Otherwise, my anxiety is going to get the best of me. Do you think that's, like, possible? Maybe. But... Might be pushing it. (laughs) Well, because, like, one, perfect. But we don't want to be lonely, so we need a second. But if we want our second to be Amber, we have to take her baby with us. Like, that would just be fucked up. And not take Amber's baby. Also, it would probably change Amber and Lucky's names. They're not exciting enough. <laughs> Bear, Bear's kind of fitting for this other little cat, though. It's pretty cute. But, um, I like... God, I want the cat so bad. At the same time, I'm almost hoping that he gets adopted by a good family before we can adopt him. Because I don't know if it'd be really irresponsible of us. They're so cute. And then Saturday, we were supposed to go to uh, like a concert thing at this bar, like by the beach with a bunch of people from TwitchCon. And I decided that no one would want to hang out with me. So we didn't go. (laughs) Yeah. One of the the people I went like the next day, she was messaging me and was like, why didn't you tell me I was having anxiety the entire time? It would have been fine. And I was like, whoops. SMH. Yeah. And, uh, but that same girl, like, we went and hung out with her and some other guys the next day at the zoo. We renewed our zoo passes and went and hung out. And that was fun. Nice. So I wasn't the most social during TwitchCon, but I was, like, fairly social during TwitchCon. I was definitely getting, like, weird. It was reminding me of, like, whenever I was, like, a young adult and, like, my friends. I had friends that, like, were going into college and stuff and they were having college parties and it was, like, that FOMO, like, not being invited to places and stuff. I was low-key having that a lot because I follow a lot of them on Twitter and I was seeing everyone's pictures and I was, like, getting strangely jealous and I was, like, don't feel jealous of other people having fun. What are you doing? (laughs) So, in that that side, I'm, like, kind of glad that's over with. (laughs) (laughs) So, stop being a bitter bitch. Uh... Yeah. And then, oh my god, I also bought a new fucking PC. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's not here yet. My computer's been, like, super fucking up. Like, it's been a problem for several months. Like, it will go to sleep, and then I'll try to, like, you know, like, you just have to move your mouse, your computer wakes up. Mm -hmm. Mine doesn't. It just stays black. Like, a glowing black, though, like it's on. (laughs) That's been a problem for a while. That's not good. That's not good. And like the other day, it was just like super, super laggy during the stream. There's been times where I open up a game during the stream and it's just completely frozen my computer and I've had to turn off the stream and restart my computer. So Robert bought me a new PC that he's like, I'm not making payments on this till next winter. And I was like, bro, I'm going to pay you back 100%. What the fuck? Damn. <laughs> but I also got... Myself purchasing, I bought a new chair as well because this one is not comfortable. I'm going to sell this one though. And uh, I got a stand for my camera that I'm going to unpack after we record this. So hopefully I have a better angle. If this is on like a shaky ass tripod, it's so scary. It's fallen multiple times. <laughs> Thankfully, it falls onto the curtains though because this camera is expensive as fuck. Like this is just a normal camera. Damn. Yeah. That's good though. Upgrading. Yeah. I know. Again, all the upgrades. I'm never going to financially recover, but that's okay. We also renewed our Disneyland passes. So speaking of never financially recovering, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shit's expense. We're paying monthly, but still, goddamn. I <laughs> like your stories are all, yeah, I'm tired. My stories are all, I just spent way too much money. 
And then uh, tomorrow, like I said, I'm doing a subathon, and I have a bunch of different costumes planned that I'm really excited for. And I think I might start out with Morticia Adams. So maybe I'll uh, like make my eyebrows look black or something too, so it doesn't look too <laughs> weird with my blonde brows. <laughs> Do you see. have a wig? I have a wig, yeah. Long black hair. It looks funny with my eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, maybe you oh. should color them in. Yeah, I'll probably do something. I might practice that tonight and see how it looks. I also am going to be doing a goblin cosplay later this weekend, and I have green body paint. And I'm <laughs> excited and nervous about that one. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun in a very messy way. I'm scared that I'm going to stain everything. Because some of the stuff I'm honestly going to return after I use it. Like, the Morticia dress is cute, but it has, like, a weird hole on the side. So I was like, whatever, I'll just wear it for a few hours and return it. Amazon, if you're listening, there was a weird hole. It's not my fault, okay? I'm not scamming <laughs> you. I just didn't have anything else to wear. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm going to be wearing wigs all weekend. I have, like, four wigs I'm going to wear. It's going to be great. Cool. <laughs> but, yeah, that, I think, is about all that I've been up to, if you want to get into your story. All right. So, 50 Ber- Berkeley Square is a reportedly haunted townhouse on Berkeley Square in Mayfair, Central London. In the late 19th century, it became known as one of the most haunted houses in London. Many spirits are said to haunt the house. According to the legend, the house is charged with so much psychic tension, you only need to touch the exterior br- brickwork in order to receive a tingling sensation that sends shivers down your spine. Whoa, what the fuck? Which I'm like, damn, that's a powerful, like... I want to go touch this thing. building. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's just like, this house had a lot going on. I'm like, I'm scared and I don't want to have a ghost experience, but I could handle a little tingle in my hand from touching a wall. <laughs> That's like about well, actually, as much of a ghost experience that I need. <laughs> actually, I was like telling people, like my classmates, on how, mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I just really, because I was tired and. Basically, the whole night, I was like, oh, I just want to go home, and I have to go record, and they were like, yep. record? I was like, oh, yeah, I have a podcast, and they were like, what do you talk about? I was like, it's true crime, and they're like, OMG, I love true crime. And then, yeah, we started talking about ghost stories, and then one of my classmates was, like, saying how she says she has a sixth sense, and, like, has a lot of, like, ghost stories and stuff like that. And I was like, what? oh. I was like, you want to be a guest? And she was like, I, yeah, if you want me to. She should be. She's really oh cool. That'd be dope. Um, Pull her into your car in the parking lot when you record. <laughs> like, it's a legit <laughs> recording studio, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Just a little off topic. But I just That's like, that. I feel like anytime I mention people to the podcast, it feels like there's always at least one person who's like, oh, yeah, I've seen a ghost. And I'm like, what? Please. Mm-hmm. It feels like so many people have. Like, I don't want to. I'm good on that. It's too. It scares me too much. I'm dead. Would you want to see one? I mean, I don't want to say yes, because I feel like I'd be scared. But then, like, it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> it'd be cool, but it's so scary. It's like. We were talking about the other day, and uh, how do you know you haven't seen one already? You just didn't stop it. it. Stop it! Don't say that shit. <laughs> I was talking to somebody like in the my chat on Twitch, and they were saying like they went to a haunted place, and like 
everyone felt like the vibe was off like they could hear things or like oh my god did you see that and they didn't see anything and they said that um someone told them like basically if you don't want to have an experience you probably won't have an experience like your mind will just block you off to it and i was like okay perfect (laughs) i won't so you probably just didn't register it oh my god that's scary i was talking to you about like how I don't, I don't necessarily think that, I might have talked about this on here before as well. I don't think that ghosts are necessarily like someone's spirit that like, or like soul still lives on earth or something. I feel like it's more just like imprints or something. Because so I don't think that I'm going to die and become a ghost, you know? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me to explain it. <laughs> anyway. Well, there are different types of ghosts. Yeah? Yeah. Like, some are, like, somebody's soul left over and some aren't. Yeah, or you've never heard of, like, a vengeful ghost or, like... Oh, yeah, I know I have, like, yeah. there's different types of ghosts. Like, like unfinished business. Ghosts. Yeah. If I had a ghost, I think it would just be, like, a random little version of me that walks around and is just vibing and doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> Wearing my cat ear headphones, streaming. Doesn't even know it's a ghost. Doesn't even know she's a ghost, like the sixth sense. I'll be like, Robert keeps ignoring me. Just like Bruce Willis. No idea what's going on. (laughs) I don't know. Spoilers if you haven't seen Sixth Sense. Sorry. I hope you all seen that. I hope so, because I just ruined the entire movie. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) And I oop. And I oop. Okay. So yeah, a lot a lot went down in this house. There's a lot of like legends tied to it, many different stories. But yeah. So the legend about the house varies, but most versions state that the attic room of the house is the is the one that's actually haunted. Were you about to say the hauntest? Huh? Were you about to say the hauntest? Was I? I don't know. It's not like you're like the attic is the hauntest. <laughs> My bad. I'm tired. No, I'm also tired. I probably misheard you. (laughs) (laughs) Or I said that. I don't know. I guess you'll find out later. We'll find out later. And one of us will be looking a bit silly. They say the attic is haunted by a spirit of a young woman who committed suicide there. She supposedly threw herself from a top floor window after being abused by her uncle. And is said to be capable of frightening people to death. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. That's also like a horrifying story too. Oh my god. Oh, these stories like are wild. Yeah. Depending on who you ask, her spirit either appears in the form of a brown mist or as a white figure. A rarer version of the tale is that a young man was docked in the attic room, fed only through a hole in the door until he eventually went mad and died. <gasps> That's fucked. It's like solitary confinement in prison, which is also fucked. Mm-hmm. Another story is that the attic room is haunted by the ghost of a little girl who was killed by a sadistic servant. Jesus. The house was home to George Canning, who was a former prime minister. Whoa, okay. Until his death in 1827. Next, it was inhabited by Miss Cruzon until her death at the age of 90. I'm like, I don't know who she is, but 
but she lived a long life <laughs> but she did yeah good for her um but yeah these stories there's just there's a lot of many different stories of shit that supposedly happened in this house okay did you um, say what year it was from again the house yeah it was in the late 19th century the 18 oh like, so a couple 20s? hundred years yeah okay in the 1840s, Sir Robert Warboys boasted that the supposed hauntings were little little more than old wives' tales. And at the tender age of 20, <laughs> made the, the most terrible... tender age, some have said. <laughs> Back then, it was, okay? <laughs> Back then, that was middle-aged. <laughs> <laughs> he made the mistake. Terrible mistake when he decided to prove how foolish the idea was by staying there that night on the second floor. Nope. <laughs> the landlord at the time was so concerned for Robert's safety that he gave the man a pistol and had him ring a bell should anything occur. Um, Just... so he could shoot the ghost? <laughs> Just to be clear? <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool, 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 cool. Despite this, Robert was still dismissive and went, regardless. But no less than an hour later, the landlord was awoken to the bell ringing rapidly and then a pistol shot. Racing to the room, the landlord found Robert's corpse laying on the side of the room in terror. His features distorted and gripped firmly on the pistol, which had been fired at the wall, and left a bullet mark upon the surface. Yet no sign of whatever had attacked him was found. Robert he shot was... the ghost and it pissed him off. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wasn't expecting him to die. I feel bad for being like, oh, what are you going to shoot the ghost? And he literally tried to and died. That's crazy. Robert was believed to have died of sheer terror his eyes transfixed on whatever had manifested in that terrible room. Yeah, there's many versions. But um, as time went on, more stories were told of this, quote, the nameless thing. The nameless thing, which was said to have drive people to insanity if they gazed upon it too long. And what little glimpses people did catch of it defied all reason. To some, it was a cloud of mist and smoke, but to others, it was a putrid, tentacled beast akin to a squid or octopus, which what left. The fuck? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Which left behind a foul smelling slime. At other times, it manifested as a tall, shadowy man or a massive slime with claws and tentacles that made sickening noises as it moved along. That's weird. That's not no normal ghost. That's <laughs> yeah. like a supernatural creature. Yup. And servants who went to clean the room were found insane the next day. As were several noblemen who tried to repeat Robert's hubris of spending the night in the dreaded room. Why do that? I don't know. Because they didn't believe it. Toxic masculinity 101. SMH. <laughs> For real. <laughs> In many stories, victims would be found mutilated or dead with fright, with some even 
supposedly leaping from the window in an effort to escape whatever monstrous thing they saw in the room. Mutilated, though? What the fuck? They say strange things really did begin to happen um, when it's next... How would you say the next person moved in? It's next victim? Or next tenant. Tenant, yeah. I'm like, I was like, mm, I don't want to say I can tell his point of view. So I was like, is this the monster's victim? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. In 1959, a man named Thomas Mayers, who was rumored to have been rejected by his fiance, moved into the attic and slept during the day. He never saw a living soul and walked through the house at night with only a candle in his hand. The house fell into despair and people were scared of the strange lights and noises at night and its mad tenant. Mr. Mayers was actually fined for failure to pay taxes, but when he did not appear in court, they actually excused him because he was known to be living in a haunted house. They couldn't just go visit him? They are like, you know, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, like... I'm no one like, wants to go that's, there. That's funny. That's but, fucking hilarious. Yeah, they say that he slowly went mad until his death at the age of 76 in November of 1874. Damn. The Mayfair magazine printed an article in 1879 which stated that a maid had a strange encounter in the attic room that had turned her mad. The maid was sent to the attic to prepare a room for a man named Captain Campfield, who was said to have visited his fiancée at the house. The household was then terrified by her screams coming from the attic. When they came upstairs, they found her lying on the floor in a coma-like state. She was muttering, don't let it touch me. She was put into an asylum where she died the day after. Fuck. She was said to be the maid of a man and his two teenage daughters. And I guess, I don't know how this relates, but I guess the eldest daughter disliked the smell of the house because it reminded her of the animals in the suit. The stinkiness. Just like like wild animals? Yeah. Creepy. The maid was not the only one that was driven insane by a ghost in the attic. Apparently, a nobleman spent the night in the attic room. He told the other inhabitants that they should only come up if he rang the bell twice in the night. He would only ring once to ease his nerves. So then they went to bed and he rang the bell at midnight. It was ignored. All of a sudden, the bell began to ring ferociously. And the other inhabitants rushed, rushed upstairs. He too was so paralyzed with fear that he could not speak. In one version of the story, it was actually Captain Canfield who decided to stay in the attic to face the horrifying ghost that had killed his maid. Well. Mm-hmm. And I guess in that version, they say that they heard his screams from upstairs and a gunshot that followed. And they rushed upstairs and found his dead body on the floor. Again? Mm-hmm. 
Stop using your guns. It pisses off the ghost clearly. For real. Sheesh. I guess there's another version where they say it was actually a man named Lord Littleton who stayed the night in the building's attic in 1872 because of a bet. <laughs> and just like the story with Captain Kentfield, um, he fired at something that he saw at night. But unlike Kentfield, he did not die, nor was he driven insane. He could only... I guess he just kind of did go a little crazy looking for whatever he thought he shot. But mm-hmm. all he found was, like, the shell casings. Ugh. And in 1887, two sailors from the HMS Penelope sought shelter for the night by breaking into the now-abandoned house. The next morning, one of them was found dead having tripped as he ran from the house. The other sailor reported that they had seen a ghost, possibly that of Mr. Myers, Mayers, approaching them aggressively. <laughs> like, okay, I mean, he's a see-through ghost. <laughs> the hauntings seem to have died down since the house was bought by the Mags brothers in the late 1930s. Though many contemporary media outlets have reported happenings at the house, more recent investigators claim that nothing unusual has ever taken place there. Ever? So they say. I mean, hella dust, but okay. Tales of the nameless thing largely pass into folklore and urban legend. That being said, many theories are passed around on what the nameless thing could have been, with answers ranging from a poltergeist, a demon, extra-dimensional beings, or even a cryptid that managed to somehow escape from a nearby Thames River through the sewers. What the fuck? Yeah, this is like, I'm telling you. It's just, I, it's left turn after, like... Yeah, no, this shit's turn. wild. Skeptics tend to view the nameless thing as a classic example of overly active imagination and rumors mixing together to create a very spooky but ultimately fictional horror story. But as is the case with many paranormal events, no one can fully know either way. There were also many tales that the house was haunted by a bloody bloody bones. Ew. Bloody Bones is a boogeyman figure feared by children and is sometimes called Rawhead, Tommy Rawhead, or Rawhead and Bloody Bones. I don't know why, but Rawhead just sounds gross. It just sounds like fucked up. Mm, yeah. Now Wait. I'm gonna get into a little bit of the bloody bones. It all just sounds morbid. That's why I said ew before I even knew what it was. But yeah, so I guess the stories originated in Great Britain, where they were particularly common in Lancashire and Yorkshire. They eventually spread to North America, where the stories were common in the southern United States. Bloody Bones is sometimes regarded as water demon haunting... Deep ponds, oceans, and old marl pits where it dragged children into the depths. Children were told to keep away from the marl pit 
or raw head and bloody bones will have you. Jesus Christ. And I guess in this, I don't know if it's a book or what, but Ruth Tongue, and this is just how they talk about it. Okay. That he lived in a dark cupboard, usually under the stairs. If you were heroic enough to to peep through a crack, you would get a glimpse of the dreadful crouching creature with blood running down his face. Seated while waiting on a pile of raw bones that had belonged to children who told lies or said bad words. If you <sighs> peeped through the keyhole, he got you anyway. Oh my god. Like, this is fucking sheesh. This is like some story so kids don't say bad words. Like, mm-hmm. damn, you told your kids they're going to be attacked by a mutilated figure? What's wrong with you? But yeah. Um, I guess in the southern United States, rawhead and bloody bones are sometimes regarded as two individual creatures or two separate parts of the same monster. One is a skull stripped of skin that bites its victims. And that's what they yeah. call rawhead. And its companion is a dancing headless skeleton, bloody bones. What the fuck? In one cautionary tale, a gossip loses his head to the monster as punishment for his wicked tongue. Many people do not believe that in these ghost stories, a common conclusion was that the neglect of the house had inspired them. In her autobiography, published in 1906, Lady Dorothy Neville stated that she was a relative of Mr. Mayer's and that his behavior was the only scary thing about the house. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> she said that after he had lost his fiance, his behavior bordered upon lunacy. And he stayed in the house all day, becoming active at night when he rambled about making strange sounds. According to Neville, the old house would occasionally appear to be lit up at the dead of night. She considered that Mayer's nocturnal activities had been misinterpreted by the others as evidence of a ghost. She concluded that the haunting had no factual basis and that the whole story was nonsense. I was kind of wondering whenever you said like he was awake at night and they saw lights at night. I was like, okay, this could be related. Yeah. Skeptics have suggested that the house was never haunted and that many of the stories were either exaggerated or invented by later writers. And I guess one of the stories did end up to be false. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. The claim that the sailors entered the house in the 1870s, that was actually invented by a man named Elliot O'Donnell. What's the point? I don't know. Why lie? Just trying to add to it. But yeah, I mean this this house just sounds creepy. I wanna go see it from everything experience. <laughs> but yeah, it, it doesn't look creepy because it's it's like a house that's like basically connected to another house. Like it's a really tall. I think it's three stories. Nice. But it just looks normal. Doesn't look spooky. It doesn't really, it's just not, it doesn't look like your typical house. Well, it's, I mean, it is a townhouse. I mean, I don't know the difference, but 
It's just really tall. It looks more unique. Yeah. And we'll be posting pictures of this. Don't you worry. But, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's like connected to other buildings, if that makes sense. Like, it's not yeah. alone. It's like in between other houses. Yeah, sort of. Okay, I know exactly what you mean. But yeah, that's a weird roller coaster I went on with that townhouse. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Quite a quite a few interesting ones. I like the monster randomly. That wasn't even the yeah, ghost. Right? Like a monster. It was that it went from like a fucking demon creature thing to like Tentacles. <laughs> to tentacles to freaking bloody bones to I know. freaking it's haunted by just a little girl to <laughs> It's just like a shit show of monsters in this home, honestly. Uh, that's, that's why, I mean, I can see why there is a lot of, like, non-believers. Because it's like, yeah, that's quite a bit. Yeah, they can't even commit to one story. Which one is it? The yeah. ghost or the tentacle monster? Choose yes. one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to be talking about the Ancient Ram Inn. The Ancient Ram Inn is located in Wotton Under Bridge, a small and hilly market town in Gloucestershire, England. And I'm definitely pronouncing that incorrectly. I literally looked up a video and I am already, it's a lot of letters. Gloucestershire. Gloucestershire. <laughs> I'm so sorry, English people. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think I literally only wrote it down when 100% necessary to because I knew I'd struggle. So this is great. So, built in 1145, which is nearly a thousand years ago, by the way, the Ancient Ram Inn is now the oldest building in Wotton Under Edge. Its exact location is on, like, a very specific intersection that believers think has a high spiritual energy, as if you use, like, lines on a map, these can be traced exactly back to Stonehenge. So by their thinking, this sacred site of Stonehenge sends energy to the inn and provides it with paranormal power. Some websites also claim that it was built on a thousands-of-year-old pagan burial ground, though I don't think that there's any proof of this. The building's original use was to house masons, enslaved people, and builders who were constructing the St. Mary's Church directly across the street. Apparently, during the construction of the church, a stream had to be diverted away from the construction site and from the inn, an act that some believe may have opened up a portal for dark energy. In 1154, the ancient Ram Inn was used for a home for the first recorded vicar in this area, Jernus. There are no records of any vicars or reverends living in the inn after this one, so it's believed that at some point in the late 1100s, a local vicarage was built instead. But following this, the building was converted to a pub and an inn and went through the hands of several owners over the next few centuries. From 1350 to the 1800s, the inn was primarily known as the Tan House, though records do show that occasionally it was called the Old Sun, and then at some point it became the Ancient Ram Inn. In the late 1960s, the inn was bought for just £2,600 by a man named John Humphreys, who turned it into his private home and aimed to protect its history. Supposedly, on his first night sleeping in his new home, Humphreys was awoken in the middle of the night when he was grabbed by what he called a demonic force, which dragged him out of bed and around the room by his arm. Over the years living there, Humphreys claimed to have made several more disturbing findings. 
at one point uh there was actually a group of ghost investigators who came to the house and like were asking to move stuff around and they discovered skeletal remains could be of multiple children or it was of a woman and children but these were found underneath a staircase and along with the remains were broken daggers which Humphreys himself thinks that may have been used in like a deadly ritual and then broken so they couldn't be used again. As decades went by, Humphrey said he was continuously attacked and haunted while living in the inn. Trying to protect the building and its story may have even had some effects on his personal life as eventually his wife and three children left him and he remained living alone in the building until his death in December of 2017. Visitors to the inn describe a foreboding aura as you enter the building. One recalled, the atmosphere is awful. You can only describe it as pure filth, dark and heavy. One of the rooms, called the men's kitchen, is supposedly built on top of the pagan burial site I mentioned. So many visitors have claimed to hear the sound of a baby crying from in here. The spirits of two ghosts can also occasionally be seen on either side of the bar's fireplaces, and witnesses have seen the spirits of children wandering around. A woman named Elizabeth, known as the Lady in Blue, is said to haunt this room after she'd been murdered there by highwaymen. According to one popular rumor, there's a secret tunnel hidden in the fireplace of this room which connects the crypts of the church across the street. Though Humphreys did believe that this was true, he himself decided that he didn't want to investigate his claims, literally because he was like, I am not waking up any dormant spirits. Like, that's none of my business. We're not looking. Which I respect that. I feel like that would be me too. People have also claimed to see what's assumed to be the previous owners of the inn sitting amongst the living, or a Roman centurion riding on horseback through the walls. One clock in the building is known to reflect the face of an unknown person, and pools of water have inexplicably appeared. This is all in addition to the usual evidence of like strange unexplained lights, cold spots, electronics suddenly not working, and orbs in visitors' pictures. Speaking of pictures, in 1999, paranormal investigators got a picture of, like, a strange white mist about the hive of a person on the stairs. It's been reported that the staircase had also previously been the site of a murder, and more recently, visitors had been thrown down the stairs by invisible hands. Oh. Yep. Which, uh, like, falling down the stairs is bad enough. Can you imagine falling down the stairs because it feels like icy, cold Someone hands pushed, pushed you? you? And they always, they've, like, one of us had kept describing hands every time as icy. So, like, cold, icy hands pushing you. It's a big nope. You're done. Yeah, you're done. I'm out. One of the more famous legends taking place at the inn claims that a supposed witch was burned at the stake there. According to the story, the burning took place in the 1500s while witch trials were at their peak. It's believed that this woman, when alive, had stayed at the ancient Roman while fleeing a trial before being captured for not believing in practicing Christianity, and she was eventually killed. Shadows have been seen moving in her room, now known as the witch's room, and interestingly, even a small child has been witnessed waving to passerby from the window, but no one seems to know who that ghost is. <laughs> On the property of the inn is the former stables known as the Mayflower Barn. It's reported that when the TV show Most Haunted visited the inn, their medium was possessed by an entity inside who told them that they should go visit the barn. As they stood in it, one of the hosts was thrown to the floor by an invisible entity and reportedly beaten and kicked. Another time, a young investigator also claimed to have been thrown to the floor by an unseen spirit. A father and son paranormal hunting team were visiting the barn when they witnessed a ghost rising out of the floor. 
and it's not unknown for witnesses to have seen a seven-foot-tall shadow rushing through the building and out the door. Humphrey himself said that he'd once been pinned to the wall as curtains around him were torn apart. The bishop's room, located on the first floor, is thought to be one of the more haunted rooms in the inn. It's described as having an oppressive and disturbing atmosphere. On one occasion, a medium pushing open the door was lifted from the ground and thrown across the hallway. Other times, furniture has been seen flying across the room on its own. There have been multiple entities seen in this room, including a man who's known to suddenly materialize by the dressing table and walk purposely across the room before disappearing. Another sighting is that of two monks who stand shimmering in one corner, a shepherd and a spectral dog by the corner, and a young woman hanging from the ceiling. Witnesses have also claimed to hear the scared screams of a man who was reportedly murdered in the room by having his head shoved into the fireplace. Um. Yeah, fucked. I hope that one's fake, because just imagining that's terrifying. Yep, super terrifying. Others who spent the night in this room have been visited by incubus or succubus who creep into their beds. You don't know. Basically, they're... To put it bluntly, they're like rapist ghost. It's pretty fucked. From what I was reading on one website, like, Humphrey said that he'd been preyed on by a succubus as well. And I'm like, ah, it's the worst, worst ghost. From this room, you can hear the sound like something's being dragged across the floor in the attic, where it's told that an innkeeper's daughter was murdered in the 1500s. Back when the inn was still a bed and breakfast, guests preferred not to stay in this room. Some who did would end up fleeing in the middle of the night in terror. Dogs known to be tame have suddenly become violent and attacked their owners after staying in the room, and reportedly one group who stayed there were so traumatized by their visit that they went to get exercise afterwards. As the owner Humphreys acknowledged a haunted Britain in Ireland during a tour, quote, rather a lot for one room. A former bishop of Gloucester had reportedly tried to exercise the building, but was unsuccessful, calling it the most evil place I've ever had the misfortune to visit. The ancient Ram Inn has been investigated on several paranormal TV shows, including Most Haunted and Ghost Adventures. Today, the infamous building is owned by John Humphrey's daughter, Caroline, who offers ghost hunting and sleepovers to those willing and brave enough to stay the night. Let's go. Let's go. No, it's like it's only like eighty dollars at most. I think it's actually not too bad. <laughs> yeah, that's my story. It was like short as fuck. It sucked because I was looking into this for hours, and that's all the information I could have. It was just most people saying the same stories, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, it's not longer, but this house is so old. Not even the ghost. The ghost stuff aside, it's like nine hundred years old. That's so crazy pretty big flex i know looks pretty good for us h2 i'll be posting pictures on uh, our instagram and stuff (laughs) but did you have anything else to have before we end no all right well if you guys have any suggestions for future episodes that you want to see you could email us at the spooky shit.pod at gmail.com to see these pictures i promise you you could look at twitter or instagram at spooky shit underscore pod but that's it for this week. A bit of a shorter episode. I'm sorry I couldn't find more info. It's really hard sometimes. Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we appreciate you guys, as always, for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. 
Goodbye. Goodbye.